This is Daniela from Femina X, and you're listening to the Texas Music Spotlight. Welcome to the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast, supporting artists and musicians from the great state of Texas. And now, here's your host, Julie. Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here, and welcome to the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast. Today we have an amazing episode for you. Femina X is on. I have Daniela Riojas, Alex Paul Scheel, and it's going to be awesome. We're, we're going to uh, talk their new album, Multiverse. I get to, I got to hear uh, the whole thing. It's freaking awesome. It's amazing. I had, you know, it took a really long time trying to decide which songs I wanted on the podcast because they were all so good. I love them all. And they all just kind of invoked different vibes inside me. And, and, and it's really awesome. And I'm so happy I get to share that with you. And I'm so happy that I'm finally releasing this podcast. It gets really, it gets really interesting. Um, a little spiritual, a little, a little, you know, out there, I guess, for most people, but just kind of stick with us. And uh, I hope you're going to learn something. Hopefully, you'll take away something out of this talk, this conversation that I had with these, with these two creative people. Because it was amazing. I had a good time. I enjoyed their company and it was it was a great conversation. And please stick with us through to the end. A couple things up top. We have social media. We have social media accounts if you want to follow us. Texas Music Pod at Texas Music Pod on Facebook and Twitter. And Texas Music Podcast on Instagram. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Go subscribe. Go do all that good stuff. But if you are a musician, if you're an artist, if you know a band, if you want to hear a certain band on our podcast, just send us an email. TexasMusicPodcast at gmail.com is where you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said that like that, but um, you can send us an email and get your band on the podcast as well. And then we'll, we'll uh, check out your music and see if we, we want to have you on. Hopefully we, you know, hopefully you're doing some cool stuff and we'll have you on the podcast and we'll talk and it'll be good times. So Femina X is a little interesting. I want to get right into the podcast as soon as possible because it is a longer one. Um, I've already interviewed two of the members beforehand. Uh, I've interviewed Darian Thomas in season one and Jeff Palacios. He was actually episode three way back in the day. And yeah, four out of the five people after this episode have been on the podcast. Jai, looking at you. Let's let's get it going. You know, let's let's converse. Let's do something, man. Uh, <laughs> Femina-x.com is where you can find all their stuff. Femina-x.com slash multiverse is where you can look at all the information for their new album that's dropping this weekend. Physical release date is March 11th, 2017. Digital release date is March 14th. You can go ahead and pre-order now on Bandcamp, and we're going to post all the links and all that stuff to where you can find it on our social media, so it won't be that difficult. Go pre-order the album. I already heard it. It's amazing. Believe me. Trust me. You want this album. And I'm going to be playing two songs that I don't think anybody's heard yet. Uh, I picked two of them. They said I can pick whichever ones, and these are uh, sort of my favorites. I mean, they're all really good. They're all sort of... They're, they're their own universe uh, within themselves, and the whole album creates a multiverse. One more thing, go to the release show, the album release show, at the Limelight, Saturday, March 11th, starts at 9, Fort Never, Mexicans with Guns, and Vulcan. I'll be there for sure, and Femina X, 
of course. It's going to be an amazing time. Hope to see you there. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. And come uh, by the album. By the album. It's going to be great. So let's get into it. We're going to listen to a, a portion of the song Babies off their new album, Multiverse. Again, hashtag Multiverse, you know, on the on the the Twitter <laughs> and all that. Um, and then we're going to get into the interview and we're going to chat. We're going to talk about stuff. We're going to talk about a lot of things, a lot of stories. And then at the end, we're going to play an entire song off the album. And I picked Jungle Bounce. So I'm going to play the entire song at the very end. And it's going to be great. So go ahead and stick around for that. Right now, let's get into it. Babies by Femina X. Looking around at the room uh, for about twenty minutes, just pointing out all the stuff. Is that real brick? (laughs) (laughs) There should be like a whole other podcast with y'all just talking about the stuff. Just look at that wood. Wow, uh, world's greatest musician. Yeah, (laughs) is that you got that? It's a fake fake thing. But anyways, um, so kind of want to just let's jump off. I, I. No feminex, I guess. Um, I kind of want to know from y'all's perspective what, when did y'all start? You said um, I know it was kind of y'all too at the beginning, and how how did y'all's musical career uh, develop before feminex and into feminex together? Like I guess separate. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. How what led y'all to start this thing? Mm-hmm. Well, we met each other. Um, what is it, five years ago now? About mm-hmm. five years ago. Alex was in Pop Pistol at the mm-hmm. time. And so I just jumped on as a fangirl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, it's Pop Pistol. Like, so good. And I was super new to the scene. Uh-huh. So I was just like, everything was so magical and new. And I was going to their shows. and and But we were kind of like getting close to, you know, mm-hmm. and exploring each other's minds and imaginations. And it was um, a very particular time in my life when I was finally meeting artists. I was, I just, I was still in school, but I was kind of like... Artists as in musical artists or actual like... Both. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I was meeting, like I met Mark Anthony Smith from Mockingbird Express. Yeah. And like we started going to the flop house. And yeah. it was just this whole other lifestyle mm-hmm. that I wanted to be a part of. Yeah. And 
so Alex is another person that I met and we just clicked it was like we were like really into each other and one of the first ways that we started communicating was through writing songs together <clears throat> so we just kind of yeah. He, he knew the music programs, and I wanted to know them. Mm -hmm. So he started coming over and teaching me how to do it, and then we would start yeah. making songs together. Yeah, you get, like, imagine. reason, and then just, like, yeah. look how easy it is. And I didn't have even a microphone. It was just going through the microphone on the laptop. Mm -hmm. And uh, within the first couple weeks, or we created, like, two or three, like, songs. Mm -hmm. And it was just really, like... like instant. Instant. Like, like, yeah. It was, like... Dum, dum, dum. Okay, and then it just cut, the whole song came out in one one night, I think. Mm -hmm. And then, but then uh, you know that was just its moment, and then from there, it kind of was like, okay, I got to go to school. Or yeah, I have to go, I have to go to work. <laughs> so, yeah. so you had already been established with Pop Pistol, and and how, uh, what, and you have a, uh, uh, I'm sure many projects maybe i don't even know all the projects you've done i know uh, both y'all are very creative and creatives mm -hmm. uh in music and then of course uh, other things as well but um what was kind of the difference between uh pop pistol and then going into feminine x and what <clears throat> what kind of uh place in your heart does feminine x have uh mm. sort of now and as opposed to like all your other projects uh what what's unique to uh feminine x do you think um well, Pop Pistol was a continuation of of growing up being in bands, mm -hmm. and so since like we were fifteen, we've been me, Jorge, and George been playing mm -hmm. together. And so, yes, our Pop Pistol was um, like me finally singing, mm -hmm. and that happened like in two thousand five. And so, we've already been playing together for three or four years in other bands, and so it kind of was a different process. It's the process where you're learning together, growing together, just being bros together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it, it's a slower process, and it's a little bit more of that um, uh, kind of coming of age. Mm -hmm. kind of Together. Together. Yeah. Learning. It takes time because you're also growing up and living life. So it's been a longer process with Pop Pistol, and, you know, it's... So that has that kind of... Uh, that that place that, in your your life, yeah. That, yeah, that I don't know sort what to call arc. it. Arc, <laughs> yeah, the story yeah. arc. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, we've created like three or four records, and Femina X is more of like people. Even Daniela, even though it may be her first band, she's already been creating music for a while before the band started, and she's been through the art world through yeah. different performances uh, as far as creating uh, projects and so it's kind of like okay we already know what it takes and now let's apply this mm -hmm. and also Femina X has more of a, um, a structure that's based on everyone is uh, coming at it in a circular way mm -hmm. uh, and that's where I'm a part of it where Pop Pistol it's like a triangle but I'm the head of it yeah okay I can and see so I feel more of that support role and it's kind of it was instead a, of being like the lead uh, yeah lead kind role. of a breath because i being lead is you know it's it's great because you can like have your ideas fully like no mm -hmm. and then everyone is like you know supportive of your idea but you can't just keep pumping out ideas with everything you do mm -hmm. and so it was, i was very lucky that she was able to pump 
so many ideas where I was just like trying yeah. to catch them. Yeah, and true, just like, true collaboration. <laughs> yeah, I guess. yeah, with with between y'all two that that led into this whole thing that's been going on for a really long time, and a lot of people love. I mean, a lot of people love uh, Pop Pistol as well. Still, I mean, and and Femina X is is uh, right up there. I think both of those bands are probably the top one of the you know bands here in san antonio and, and uh around the country because y'all do tour a whole lot and y'all do um have fans everywhere <laughs> so it's pretty cool um so so uh i guess daniela what what i'll ask you the same question what kind mm-hmm. of uh place does feminine x hold in your heart as compared to your other art stuff that you do um mm-hmm. because i know you do a lot of uh multimedia stuff and all that and mm-hmm. what what uh music what does that what does that do for you (laughs) yeah i it does a lot for me Uh and um i think because people knew me first as a photographer i introduced myself and i was always taking pictures but um so people automatically tried to associate me with just being a photographer but as a small girl um i just always did a variety of things which are the same things that I do today mm-hmm. and I did take pictures and I wrote a lot and I sang a lot and I re- would record myself a lot so and I, I went through high school playing French horn and I played uh, some violin and um, I didn't study it in college uh, but it was a big part of my life you know mm-hmm. being a musician was yeah. like so you didn't have any vocal lessons like Mm-mm. coming out that's Okay. No, cool. I, I, mean, I sang that, in that, church. Like, I mean, you, you probably have one of the like most prolific vo- voices that that's out there right now. It's really amazing. I mean. well, it's been a work in progress, <laughs> that's for sure. I mean, I applied what I learned in, in terms of how to use a, like a, a wind instrument. You know, mm-hmm. being trained in yeah. in French horn and then trying to apply some of the same principles to how I was teaching myself how to sing. Um, but I didn't, of course it's a different instrument, so it's been, you know, me doing wrong things and then trying to relearn. And I've learned a lot from Darian, Mm -hmm. um, because he, he did go through formal training in college with voice lessons and stuff. Um, but, but anyway, I, I guess what I'm trying to get at is that, um, uh, like I I constantly am asked if I'm going to make a decision finally, Mm -hmm. if I'm going to just do music or I'm just going to do visual art. And it kind of pisses me off yeah, <laughs> because sure. I, I just don't see any other way. Yeah. It would be like me, like, cutting off my arm yeah. and being like, I don't, okay, fine, I, don't, I can do without it. Like, mm-hmm. it's just not that way with me. And music uh, provide it, it's, it's like a, a whole world. That's why mm-hmm. the album is called Multiverse, Multiverse. Uh-huh. Um, where these voices exist, these characters exist, um, and these spirits exist that need to be spoken for, mm-hmm. and um, they, I, I just they they're like little creatures that are a part of me. Mm-hmm. They're like they're a part of me, but they're also kind of like floating around, and they just decided to latch onto me. You, I guess you use you as a. As a, a voice, yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Cool. So I'm like, I'm very like, I want to like take care of them, and mm-hmm. I want to make sure that they get exactly what they need. And um, it takes a lot of work, but um, I I believe in the power of what art does for people and, and its healing capabilities, and the way that people relate to songs or characters or depictions of any kind of sort, whether it's visual or or conceptual or, or or music, which is what I try to do. I try to merge all of them yeah. together. 
those can be gateways to people then exploring themselves mm-hmm. or seeing a reflection in it, and then it's it's somehow touching them into feeling more connected. So I guess. You know, there's parts of visual art that do so much work, and they they work beautifully. But it just, it's it, it's like having all of them all together is mm-hmm. like the most fullest experience that I would like to do, like to, to yeah, provide to, for people. To, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I like the word provide for people, and uh, I mean that works for you and and you know people that try and make you do one or the other. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know that doesn't work for them, and and like, you know <laughs> that's. Uh, you know that's your thing. You just you know, yeah, yeah, keep yeah. doing that. Would you? Would you? You know, uh, I guess tell people just to keep doing what they're doing. I guess if if they're they're in the same boat mm-hmm. as you, just like people are telling them to pick something, do something. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just try not keep. to. Because then, then then you then some, they're going to tell you. Then you accept that. As soon as you tell someone to do that, you yeah. accept that that that's the right thing to think. I I think it's. Like what I run into a lot of times is that is that it's harder to market the fact like people get confused about what I they're yeah. like you do a lot of things yeah, I know you do sure. stuff like and so it, it makes me like too chaotic for people to comprehend mm-hmm. and that's not like I, I don't want to bend to that fact you know like I, I'll get business. Um, advice like well if you just you have to narrow it down yeah, and then so you, you have to sell, sell it and, yeah you exactly can sell you and, and, and that's not that's just a society a societal construct that mm-hmm. i don't want to participate in and of course there's sacrifices involved in mm-hmm. that um but it's not as an artist you're always trying to break down those societal constructs and and create new ones mm-hmm. and um it's not a new thing i think there's just so many artists that I look up to in our in history throughout humankind mm-hmm. that have been Renaissance people and they have um, worked in a lot of different mediums and usually those people you know they dedicated their lives to realizing their visions in every possible way and I think that's very noble so mm-hmm. I would want to associate myself with that yeah yeah <laughs> so when did when did all this like higher thinking, I guess, come from from I guess both of y'all? Because I feel this sort of uh, this this higher way of thinking um, that's you know that's an, on maybe like another level that a lot of people aren't at yet. And where do you think that that sort of developed? Was it in like the way you were taught uh, growing up, or was it like something? No, <laughs> both of them shake their head no on and on. No, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're not taught so, that. In no, school. no. How, how did uh, I know you, you? You travel a whole lot. I've seen you. Uh, pictures and all that stuff visiting different places and and things like that um i even read um if i can mention i think thing with ayahuasca which is a psychedelic and and is that kind of opened your mind as well i don't know uh, about alex's um thoughts on that stuff but has that helped uh get to that higher plane of knowledge i think or or where did it start really um because <clears throat> definitely it's i think different. it started with a dissatisfaction with reality as we knew it, and you know, you grow up, and there's a lot of dissatisfaction and a lot of uh, just this. This can't be it. Like yeah. depression from like what you're given and what you're kind of like fed is not feeling feeding you, and you're feeling this kind of depression all the time because you're not being fed, and so you're hungry to find out what else is out there. And as soon as you get a little glimmer of it, then you're like, oh. 
Yeah, you just want to learn going. more yeah. and keep going, and yeah. the more conversations you have, and the more experiences you have, because well, I'm naturally shy and naturally afraid of things <laughs> in general. Anxiety. So yeah. it it was a for- I had to force myself to taste the things I never tasted before, read about stuff I didn't know about, travel to places I've never been, uh, do substances that I was my whole life grew up thinking that they were wrong and they were, yeah. there was something bad about the other side. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you meet people that are on the other side of whatever you thought was bad, you realize that there's a lot more that you can gain in this earth and you can apply in your life that makes your life better. And the fact that it has made everything better, it's made it harder too, mm-hmm. but it's made it worth living. And I think that's, for me, that's what got... It's, got it started was just depression gets uh-huh. me out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's my turn oh yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i could say i could say something to you i mean uh i know when i was growing up uh nobody really understood that they would always ask me like what what do you want to be what do you want to do what do you what do you want to be and i would always say i just want to be happy like that's what that's, I would that's, say. yeah mm-hmm. and and uh they're like no, that's wrong. And I'd be like, what What do you mean? Like, that's wrong. Like, in elementary school, middle school. Yeah. Even in college, they would, like, have me write down, uh, where do you see yourself in, in five years? Where do you see yourself in ten years? I'm like, I would just put, like, I just want to be happy. Like, I really don't mm-hmm. care what I'm doing as long as I'm happy doing it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can definitely understand what you're saying about uh, that's not the the social construct that they're trying to push on you. They're, they're trying to push on a certain uh, uh, a way of doing things. And it's like, well that's not all that's there you know and Mm. you know sometimes you just got to do what what makes you happy and what what uh progresses you no matter what it is Mm -hmm. i mean uh that's why i started a podcast i just wanted to do it with my dad Mm -hmm. and it was pretty cool and then now we're doing this thing and i'm here with y'all and stuff like that so um (laughs) it's good it it, it, a lot of times you don't get to talk about things Mm -hmm. and you um especially just out and about at a bar you can't there's some moments where it does happen Mm -hmm. but in this you're creating a a place, a platform for people to mm-hmm. actually talk about things that we don't normally get to talk to. Mm-hmm. We talk to each other about stuff, but mm-hmm. it gets boring after a while. <laughs> <laughs> you just, just kind of. I already know. Yeah, <laughs> you don't even have to say anything. You'll just look at each other and like, I know. Yeah, we agree. I know. <laughs> or we don't agree. Um, well, I just wanted to say how it, I, because I'm now that I, I'm thinking about it. Um, at least with the consciousness. Um, thing uh well i think a a big part of it had to do with the fact that i i grew up in a church Mm -hmm. and uh well very strict church Mm -hmm. and household and my 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 brother my dad was a preacher so he had a very my parents had a very specific way an agenda for us to follow and i was very rebellious of it since i was very young and all adolescence for me was just like completely being if my parents are going to say one thing I'm going to do the complete opposite Mm -hmm. and I was just very very like punk rock I I just didn't want anybody to tell me what to do and I think there was there was a lot of destructiveness about that but I think in the end what it led me to was and what at least like psychedelic or um, these like ayahuasca ceremonies have done have with the visions that they provide for, you know, the person in the ceremony, 
um, it inevitably comes with this awakening of spirituality Mm -hmm. that is outside of religion and outside of dogma and outside of what the the norm of society Mm -hmm. wants you to, you know, believe. So I guess when I started learning about, like, frequencies and and how everything is vibration, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, how everything's connected and everything's just one. We're all... (laughs) Uh, there's just something telling us to be me and there's something telling you to be you, but we're all still kind of the same thing. Right, yeah. Right, right. I, I listen to this, uh, uh, the Pete Holmes podcast. He always does a whole lot of spiritual, uh, talk with his guests and it's like, uh, pretty amazing, uh, stuff that's out there. He talks a lot about psychedelics and then, uh, the, the kind of the awakening that you're kind of, uh, speaking on and it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's like a, it's like instead of you seeing, uh, <clears throat> What's that third person source? It's first person perspective mm-hmm. going directly into the experience where you can like all those ideas you talk about, they make sense. Oh <laughs> yeah, they're oh string theory. Yeah. Oh quantum physics. Particles becoming waves makes you can experience it. You mm-hmm. can feel math. You can feel you can hear how plants grow. You can uh, makes it makes everything much more tangible makes history a lot more tangible as well and it makes emotions a lot more tangible so uh yeah that's what Mm. that has done for me Mm -hmm. Uh, other than that it was all like conceptual that it works for some people some people get off to ideas and Mm. they they live their life based on ideas Mm -hmm. and these things that you know that make them feel good but they weren't making me feel good because i was not able to like yeah, you're, there was still something something there that, that wasn't letting you yeah. get to it. As much as you can, like, I was really into animals growing up. You can't, like, after a while you're taught, okay, that's for kids. That's, like, yeah, kids yeah, zone, sure. zoo, kids. Now you get to, like, being a teenager, you got to be cool, you got to be, and then you're working at becoming, like, a functional adult. And no one teaches you to keep loving these things uh-huh. all around you, like. Because they're going to actually benefit your daily existence, and then finally, uh, you kind of make choices that you're going to uh, go and go on that outside life, mm-hmm. get, live on the outskirts of of society, and partake in uh, I don't know exploration, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and then you can like finally like look at another creature and like you know feel that energy and that love that you. You know, gardening is everything is more beautiful, and everything makes you feel better, and you're able to do more things. And you're, I don't know, I, I'm a, I'm an advocate for it. Yeah, I think it, yeah, sure. I think everyone that hasn't done it, that has not uh, explored anything other than I the don't know, common stuff, I guess. Common, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't um, know. You know, as much as they're great people, and they are, uh, uh, there's so much out. There's so much. Like, like I, I get it. I mean, I haven't experienced it uh, probably as much as y'all have, but I, I get it. And, and for people that don't actively look for that, it's kind of, like, sad. Like, that you're just... You see these people that are going to be stuck in this sort of bubble mm-hmm. for the rest of their life. And then it's just, mm-hmm. like, there's so much more out there. And then y'all are creating things that are that are reflections of what you feel, uh, the reflections yeah. of what you see and all that. Mm-hmm. And it's not just, you know... Substances. It's like travel. No, it's travel. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a reading. It's going to studying something you've never studied. Learn a new instrument. Yeah, I, I meant uh, like in a bubble, being 
here in San Antonio, oh, just uh, oh, yeah. just uh, you know, not yeah, not experiencing, <laughs> yeah. not experiencing things, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like in the last this, I just came back from doing some ceremonies in Canada, and mm-hmm. it was during the inauguration, mm-hmm. which I didn't mm-hmm. exactly set up that way, but I was kind of on my way to Canada and saying like, oh, the inauguration's about to happen. How convenient! Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was good to sort of step out of it for a while. And during the ceremonies, I—I I mean, the—the uh, ceremonies I had done in South America were much different, and there were a lot more. Like there was a fire, and there was—you were just like in the dirt and stuff. So these were a lot more contained. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's taught in the Peruvian way of doing it, and I had done—we had done ceremonies in Colombia, so they're different. And um, but so the way—the way that he sort of like. <clears throat> like he had these very soft uh, songs and the way he did it was so gentle but he just sort of like I could see him and he was this mediator between this reality mm-hmm. and then this infinite amount of realities mm-hmm. dimensions that were um, like expanding infinitely for forever yeah. and the vast intelligence that is is present always um, even though we can't see it sometimes we can't feel it because of of climate that we live in um and we're just like earth or reality or whatever we want to call this is only a tiny little drop in like what else is out there mm-hmm. and so he was like i felt like he just kind of like showed like showed it showed, yeah. and i was just like oh my god like it's so big and mm-hmm. it's so like my my little brain couldn't handle it and mm-hmm. I, I remember feeling really scared and like but excited but but mostly scared because i my ego my sense of self was Mm -hmm. being challenged by the infinite amount that was had come before me was gonna come after me and and i was just a tiny speck Uh in this um and aside from that i saw this other realm a higher realm that I would say maybe only monks or Buddhists or, you know, people of that higher consciousness have achieved where it's all just love and peace and compassion. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing that that can exist there. And so us as humans need to strive to be in those frequencies in order to be able to survive in these other dimensions, yeah, I guess, yeah. their higher realms of consciousness. And so I tried... She was like, I, I like tried to exist there, and like my body no. was like, no, like I'm not ready. I just yeah. n- like my e- like my the ego is yeah. just too like it needs to feel important, mm-hmm. and then to be nothing is too much for the brain. I guess to, to like, comprehend and, and, yeah, and yeah. be in existence. Yeah, that's really. What do people say when they when you say stuff like that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally get it. I totally understand what what, what you. Uh, I don't. I don't understand so much because I haven't experienced it, but I get that feeling. Yeah. Do you, I mean, um, do you just kind of express it in your music, I guess? Just the, 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 the whole package of uh, Feminine X and your art and all that stuff. I think, yeah. I mean, it, it's... I feel... Yeah, I, I put it in the work, and that's, that's like, the biggest way that I can communicate it. But um, I talk to people quite a bit about it. They are usually very curious and yeah because i, I think people kinda, do need to hear that kind of yeah, thing yeah <laughs> people appreciate it mm-hmm. more than anything mm-hmm. yeah especially especially uh on a one-on-one basis mm-hmm. it's it's very it's good like mm-hmm. i think it's 
you you, yeah, because you then, get like, a like a love yeah. from it you get you you exude that love that you received out when you're talking about it because you know we don't get to, i don't get to talk about it a lot i mm. barely get to talk about it and so when i do it's like it's a gush yeah <laughs> like too much oh, 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 this is <laughs> and then i like okay well nice talking to you yeah I'll see you later <laughs> do you want another beer okay, or? yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah 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 i mean that's that's i mean sure. I don't know how what else to I don't know how to how to talk about it. Yeah. I don't some sometimes I feel like I shouldn't talk about it. Like it needs to be my private my private experience, but I always want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have enough private experiences like that are, you know, if it's something good, you might as well share it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it was like a negative thing then I would keep it to myself, but it does good and and um like people keep asking me about Standing Rock too, yeah, because yeah. Um, the 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 philosophy of the Native people was ex- it, it reflected in exactly the teachings that I I, I uh, learned through the ceremonies, which mm-hmm. they're not even I mean they're connected, right? Like everything's connected, but they don't participate in ayahuasca ceremonies mm-hmm. like the Lakota, the Dakota, whatever. But the, all of their principles are based in love, peace, and compassion. And that's exactly what so this, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is exactly what this spirit, the ayahuasca spirit, yeah. showed me. And, and and so it's just been, like, this re-sounding, um, like, thing that I... It's just in present in my life mm-hmm. of, like, this is what we're, we need to achieve. Um, but it, And it's not going to get achieved by keeping that to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's the work that we're here to do. It's... We're here to learn, and then hopefully, if it's if I feel that it's beneficial, then it's my job to then talk about it mm-hmm. and to turn other people on yeah, to it. For sure. Uh, how was how was your uh, standing rock experience? Was it a whole lot of positive, like like you were talking about, or a mix of uh, mm-hmm. everything? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you said it you were going to LA for your uh, your video, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be there next week, which is not opportune time because we're trying to get this album. Well, we're going to get it out soon, and so we're like on crunch time yeah, with yeah. all the deadlines and stuff. Um, but yeah, it was a mixture. I mean, it's it's a lot more of a complicated situation than people could even imagine, and I can't even comprehend a lot of the political entanglements with them and the government and everything that's come before them is just it's been a long history yeah and you're just there i was there to just learn like i don't i'm not going to be here to tell anybody what to do because a lot of people did you know show up and try to say look this is how the camp should run and but they weren't there (laughs) yeah so then the native people were sometimes offended and like rightfully so and um, so it's just about, you know, teaching people how to resist, you know, and teaching people about colonialism and how not to perpetuate it. And if you, you may have good intentions, but you actually might be just kind of recolonizing yeah. uh-huh. the people by trying mm-hmm. to tell them what to do mm-hmm. and having respect for the Native people's principles. Um, <clears throat> it's like everybody was very humbled, you know, and when it got out of hand... You have these Pawnee coming in, they're like from Oklahoma, and they just like lined everybody up and they said, okay, you need to listen because you're on somebody else's territory. Uh And they just kind of like, there's, they were 
super fierce. Yeah. Like these huge Native American Pawnee warriors. Yeah. Like wow. And they were just calling people out, like, you're not here to record Native songs and then remix them and make them techno songs for your <laughs> next Skrillex yeah. whatever uh-huh. like festival. Like because people were doing that kind of stuff and it's yeah. very disrespectful. Yeah. Definitely. So it was a, a huge lesson in natives and history and mm. how can we move these lessons into and apply them to other um, situations. Um, Standing Rock is a model of the potential that that we can resist if if we come together through unity mm-hmm. and and through love, compassion, and peace. It's not violence. Same. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Same and to have a basis that is based in a in the in the spiritual realm too. I think that's what gave it a, gives it a lot of strength. Versus other movements that come before have been more scattered and not really uh, based. more based on political ideolo- ideologies than nature and uh-huh. these universal ideologies that are like, yes, we can all agree. These are great things and. Using the ancient wisdom as the basis is, I think, the the most powerful thing that we can do with all these things that we're gathering for that are that are we need to gather because there's a yeah. big thing that we need to fight right now and it's going to be hard. It's going to be a tough fight and we have to do it with love because when you start arguing with those people, they're not yeah, going to listen. No, they're not yeah. going to listen mm-hmm. and they're going to like try to point any flaw you have in in your reasoning uh, because. That's the defense yeah, mechanism. That's a, yeah, that's what they, they do. I know. They're all ego. It's it's really hard for me to, and it's hard for me to think in terms of like somebody having another perspective. It's really hard for me to say that perspective is incorrect because if I do that, then I negate I negate my perspective. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, like uh-huh. it just kind of comes, mm-hmm. goes around in a circle. Mm-hmm. It's like... I don't know. Yeah, like it's lived. it's it's difficult. I mean, it's it's hard to to acknowledge. It. Yes, I see you. I see what you're doing. I just don't agree. <laughs> I don't agree, and I believe my way is best. And that's <laughs> that's not, you know, people don't take that lightly. And, yeah, you know, it's it's a yeah. uh, whole thing. Anyways, um, so this album, <laughs> so Femina X uh, Multiverse. Uh, why don't you tell me about how uh, you're recording? You know. Uh, you recorded at Sonic uh, Ranch. How was that? How was that experience for y'all? I, I think it was a while back, right? It was a while <laughs> yes. back. It was a it was a an adventure, and mm-hmm. it was how long were y'all there? We were there for about a week, mm-hmm. and uh, it was uh, a lot of. We're very you know nervous and like oh my god, <laughs> it's like a real studio. And yeah. I've been playing for a long time, but I oh. and I but I've never been in a studio that felt that real. Uh-huh. There's, I've been in real studios, but that one felt like the real, yeah. Like this has some history in these walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's and uh, that was very exciting, but also very scary. Uh-huh. And plus, uh, we're we were a young band at the time, even younger than we are. Yeah, we're, who, who you know, was who was there at that point? <clears throat> it was me, Daniela, Jeff, and Chris Cooper, mm-hmm. and he was our drummer at the time. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, it was our first. Exp- like Danielle's first time in a big studio. I know. I felt <clears throat> ridiculous. I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> but like, we worked really hard to get there, and I had just gone some artist grants, so we, we, like, it was just like, got to make it happen. Yeah. And and I remember I brought it up. I was like, I want to record at Sonic Ranch, and he was just like, 
But no. Yeah. I, I don't like, think that's I'm like, yeah. yes, I'm yes. Like, that's expensive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I've always been like, ah, oh, just if I think I deserve something, it's like then I just have this insatiable like it's it's more so and I talk about this with the guys a lot. It's like I I des- I think we deserve it and it's about kind of sh- shooting for that and you know that you're not capable but it's the rising to the occasion where you learn so much about yeah, yourself yeah, yeah. and then you just yeah you just g- g- get there somehow <laughs> and i'm just so used to uh being clever about my means and doing and just i'll just figure it out myself and i can and i'm very cheap and i'm like i'm gonna figure it out and i'm gonna make it sound as good as i can do it with uh-huh. my means but she's kind of the opposite but it's good to have that opposite because i mm-hmm. need that opposite too because i'll i can rise to the occasion as well like that's my yeah i'm rising to the occasion of being a uh, uh, crafty about you know i have no money i'm still gonna make it happen mm-hmm. uh but then rising to the occasion i'm like well let's get money to make it happen mm-hmm. and then yeah. make it happen like, in oh, this week oh, yeah <laughs> like okay i can do that too like because that's the same kind of rise and so uh yeah, the idea, you know, I'm initial. I'm a, you know, I'm like realist. Okay, let's make. Well, let's hold on, hold, hold on, on, hold on. <laughs> let's make this. Okay, okay, let's do it. And then, I'm, but I'm never like, st- I'm not as stubborn as some people are about things. I, I do mm. think that, and it's getting better. It's more like, okay, let's do it. Like everything's gonna hap- happen that you create in your mind, and so, it, and I have to expand my my mind and. What I think is possible with, with this, even though I'm have a South Side mentality a lot of times, yeah. and I need to get out of that South Side mm-hmm. or West Side mentality, mm-hmm. where you think you know be realistic or not. Yeah, no, like, like you can't be realistic. Like the whole the fact that you're here is not realistic. I shouldn't be making music yeah. at this age. I shouldn't be this healthy. I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, yeah, so that's what we're going at to El Paso with that kind of like. I go, and then uh, and then she got sick um, <laughs> at the studio. Yeah, it's all uh, the bloody notes. Yeah, and all that. I kept what? bleeding out, and and I just I was like I had bronchitis, and I had this like inhaler. I was just like in, oh, wow. I was like inhaler, and just drinking tons of water and tea, and nothing worked. And so it's just a matter of like having like I just I felt like I was just putting I was putting my own body there and just like mm-hmm. turning it out like just just get it out you know as much as you can and so and you can hear it in the in the songs that we were able to record there you can hear that kind of it's, a, it's very like yeah the I was like pushing my body all the mm-hmm. way and and so the the vocals I think ended up being what I wanted them to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they and maybe, can't fake that. <laughs> maybe yeah, so, it happened so, that way for a yeah, reason. Yeah, so you were actually just laying it on there, like yeah. putting it out into the universe, and it just kind of <laughs> uh, came out better than if you were like just singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. It had a little bit of that, it has that edge of somebody... Desperation. Struggling, mm-hmm. um, but there's like a lot of fierceness in it of somebody just like, no, I'm going to... Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, y'all were there for a week, and then um, that was just um, the start of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we weren't able to finish everything, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of layers, and and so we had to continue working on it in other studios in in Austin, and uh, record the vocals in Austin, and mixed it a little bit in Austin. But at some point, 
it was just like, okay, this is costing like, really we don't have any money left over. Mm-hmm. We don't have anything left. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could keep going. And were, were y'all doing like tours and stuff like that during that time that y'all were recording? Or just we were still recording? playing. We were still playing yeah. and we were still mm-hmm. making music videos. And we were, mm-hmm. uh, she was still creating a, a installa- art installations yeah. and mm-hmm. Uh, and then we we did uh, like concerts where like I had a conceptual a, concerts. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we did like a what was it projection mapping concert at the Guadalupe whenever mm-hmm. we did our premiere for a music video, and that was through like I funded through the artist uh, foundation mm-hmm. and I had a deadline for that. So it was a lot of stuff still happening, mm-hmm. and a lot of really cool uh, big projects. And we we started writing more songs and like the live performance ended and up growing a lot yeah. you know yeah. so and the just band changed like, oh, yeah. we got added members we had a new member mm-hmm. darian uh, and then we had a change drummer situation Jai and so along. it's been like it wasn't like the whole time i'm just like <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's yeah, been yeah. a lot of uh, life progress that has happened mm. you know but uh after after all that we were like okay we got to we got to finish this thing because we have to. So, because yeah. <laughs> we can't, because it's, for well, yeah, exactly. we didn't do all that for nothing. Yeah. And so, uh, the best idea I thought was like, I could figure this out. Like, because the whole time we're recording, I'm just like, just looking and yeah. like. He, he's <laughs> used Ableton, so uh-huh. he, uh, Pro Tools was new to us, uh-huh. and then it became this whole thing of now we need to get a computer that can handle the projects and getting Pro Tools installed. And um, and then and then opening up those projects and, and then seeing what from we can do, <laughs> like just okay. And there was a lot of steps that were like, no, it's not working. Or it took like months where it was like nothing was happening because it wasn't working because mm-hmm. I was like figuring it out. But then finally we we're like, yeah, it's working. Like, <laughs> it's finally Don't working. Hurry up, <laughs> got it. Yeah. And then it for the last like six months or five months, six months, it's just been. Uh, Constant opening work. it up, learning Google. Yeah, how do how do you make bass uh, guitars <laughs> how <to> make sound <laughs> good? How, how do you make, make how do you record? <laughs> what is music? Yeah, and Let's start at the beginning. <laughs> what is music? Yeah, yeah. So it's been a it's not clean at all, but I think every record is going to be different. Like yeah. Pop is the last record we did. I did it myself too, uh-huh. but I used Ableton. And my standards were my own, so I was able to be like, "That's okay, yeah, that's cool, yeah, that's good, I like that's it. cool, I like that's it, it. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good." Uh, and I'm just constantly like, "No, no that's I'm, not good enough. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> go back in there." But what do you want? And, I'm, like, and what I'm making I, diagrams. I'm like, but I want it like this. How do you yeah. make it touch the back of your skull? Or like, you know, I want like. It's the voice it needs to yeah. sound far away but also really close like you know just yeah. trying to get it to um, on par with all the stuff that I love to hear and I yeah. love to listen to and, and it makes me feel good and, and I'm do, like well I don't want to listen to my album and not feel the same thing yeah not thing. like it right yeah like uh, <laughs> that's like the biggest fear right yeah just, I, I uh, definitely whenever we laid down tracks for uh, Sugar Skulls I was like I like listening to this, and Yay. that's me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. I like uh, listening to my music. So I mean, yeah, yeah I definitely get that. Yeah. It's like if I if I'm gonna put it down and I'm, you know, doing all this work, I better want to listen to it too. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, why don't you talk about uh, 
the 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 idea of each song because you you I, I've read some stuff uh, about you talking about each song is kind of a different thing. We we talked about that earlier. Mm-hmm. And, you know, each song is its own sort of uh, Feminex multiverse album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what is deeper in that? Um. Well, I or guess. Or if not, if there's nothing, then it's cool. That's but, it. There's nothing <laughs> yeah, that's else. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a love song. This one's like a love song. Oh, okay. <laughs> this cool. one's about a breakup. No. <laughs> this one's about makeup. Well, I guess I. I just. I'm always influenced by a lot of things, and I go through a lot of different eras in my. You know, like the things that I, I'm. I'm speaking through, like. Like, even with Frida's Heart, it was, like, this era of me getting really obsessed with ethnography and ethnographic photography and, and like, um, like ancient uh, shamans. And so that, that music video was about that world, you know, mm-hmm. and, and who... Which is very cool. I really like the music video. Oh, All the music you. videos are yeah. really cool. It's pretty dark <laughs> yeah. and, like, whoa. Yeah. And I don't know why. It just kind of, like... Of course, it makes sense to kill myself at the end and like <laughs> slit my own throat uh-huh. and go into the river. Um, but there's it's symbolism and it's a myth and it's there's archetypes involved and um, I I enjoy um, you know making these characters like I said earlier that you know like you kind of you dress them they have their own smell and they they wear certain things and they embody you know like a like like Heidewin, you know, she's a, um, she's a goddess and she's a superhero, like a heroine, right? But her superpower is, is like a hieroglyphics or syllabic language. Mm-hmm. And so the song itself doesn't have any language, any real language. It's just me singing syllables. Yeah. And so like, and she, <clears throat> like whenever, whenever I picture her, she's just like, so mad and pissed off about how humans have like destroyed the earth and and they're just fighting amongst themselves and she's just right in the middle she's sort of monstrous you know like it and and it's influenced by a lot of latin american goddess figures that i'm really obsessed about Mm -hmm. and how they're like monstrous but they're beautiful and they're just and they're like ruthless and and they're sexual but they're also you know like the the thing the one that cuts off the the penis of a man (laughs) so it's Uh like they're very um like dual yeah and so she's like right she's a justice she's she's trying to uh show people that you know like you're you're messing up and you need to clean this up like i'm just done with you Mm -hmm. and so the song then becomes like it's a character and it's a concept now she she has a face she has a body and she has a voice, so it's just a matter of like, what do I need to do to give voice to her? So I have to sing a certain way. Yeah. Really. So, so do, does Alex know all that while while y'all get the the song come in? <laughs> yes. No, no. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just. Oh, I want to know the like the song process because I know uh, you added uh, the new members and stuff. Did they know mm. coming in what they were getting themselves into? Quote unquote. Um, I mean, good or bad, however you want to take that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, uh, did, I think we explained that, it pretty well. Yeah, getting themselves into, yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah, and um, or or do you come up of, with like the concept first, and then y'all just kind of work the music out? Or? Um, well, like like for Hideaway, I remember it, I was watching a lot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh-huh. and then I heard awesome. like this '90s <laughs> song that was like really grungy and it was awesome, so I recorded it. And then I sent it to him, and I'm like, let's make a song like this. Oh, okay. And 
so then we then he came over and then we started messing with all the and I made the first like and I knew I wanted it to be like you know this really badass chick mm-hmm. kind of song you know yeah. and then when we started making the song together it was just kind of mm-hmm. it just expands and it becomes its own thing and you're just like whoa and then oh cool and and then sooner or later then I start with my yeah, weird that, that, thing. Well, well the, the song resembles something in you I guess or, or yeah. in your yeah, idea yeah. of everything exactly. and then it's like oh this is like this and then now you can p- portray it that way and it's mm-hmm. like right, okay right. cool yeah. Yeah. And, and like the same thing with Inca it started off with this like like this like elephant sound it sort of yeah I think you had the beat already that was like this weird beat do, 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 do. yeah it was um and i called that it was frida's heart mm-hmm. and so I, I made it like a heartbeat mm-hmm. which then but that did not end up becoming frida's heart it became inca and then inca became this whole other thing um and black time was frida's heart too for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so it a lot of them start off with like a beat or mm-hmm. like a synth or something um, and then they just evolve like totally into their, they, their own they, things. Yeah, and then they, depending on what's going on, mm-hmm. it just kind of gets this personality and then it becomes something or somebody or mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cool. And sometimes yeah. it's very serendipitous because, uh, like, babies, I made the music for it like in 2003 or 2004, mm-hmm. that old, old, old yeah. song. And then I had the, the idea of it was uh, about a. Uh, I think it was an uh, an abortion, and and crazy. and so that was the idea of the song because a friend had to go through that, uh-huh. and so I made the song based on that idea, and then so uh, kind of brought it to her because I had this idea of the vocals being kind of this certain kind of, and she just took it and ran, mm-hmm. and uh, and her idea I didn't tell her about what it was what my why I made it but then she had her idea. of what it sounded like and kind of mixed together and i made the song without knowing that that's why he made it about my abortion oh wow so it was just kind of like and and it helped me to express something that i had expressed Mm -hmm. and it was one of the first songs that we made so it was kind of like that's what you knew finally finally and and then i didn't even know until like not like later later that that's what he had made it about i think mm-hmm. and like i t- sort of i use lyrics that i made with another per- like <clears throat> during another period when mm-hmm. that happened and then i applied those lyrics to that song so it was just very like just bizarre i guess of like how did this end up yeah. being like especially because he made it so long ago mm-hmm. and he just gave it to me and then i made my own thing with it um, but um, yeah, that's, it so. happens like that a lot of times. And, but now it's it's changed a little bit more. Uh-huh. Mm. Now it's like because it's more alive, and we're all kind of just creating mm-hmm. on the. I don't know. It's it's very. Everyone comes in with their idea, and mm-hmm. we uh, yeah we wrestle it and we get it down. And I think that's what I like about what we're doing right now. Is that and and I think when Jeff came in, he had a lot of ideas too. Like the ending of Cosmos, when it it just goes like into that yeah. halftime thing. Uh-huh. That was Jeff's idea. Like he's like, what if we halftime it now that we've mm-hmm. double timed it, yeah. then halftime it, and we're like, then we just started doing that, and then I started like, screaming Whoa. on it, and we're just <laughs> like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> and then y'all are doing some slow motion stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, and and 
Jeff has played a part in the new the newer songs that we've written since then, and I wanted to say that too because it it's been two years since we recorded it, but we've been like doing all these different live performance things, and and then we've also created like whole new songs, which would end up becoming our second album. So we're like putting out this one, knowing that we already have another one, another, yeah, like ten in the songs works. for the next one, <clears throat> and um, so we're a little late on releasing this one, um, but. I guess, like, and just to sum up, like, the idea of the multiverse is kind of, like, because we made these songs as these kind of, like, incubators of other ideas, kind of. Like, I always think of them, like, as seeds or, like, universes or something. And they are the, they take, they, we were exploring everything. Like, okay, we love drum and bass. Let's make a drum and bass song. We love um, R&B um Let's yeah. make an R and B song. Let's like um, we love uh, grunge, punk rock. Yeah, because because I was uh, I was listening to the a little bit of each of them, and they mm-hmm. all they all have a different yeah. They're, they're all a different universe, <laughs> but they're all in the same sort of thing. It's all y'all. It's 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 uh, you can tell it's a distinct like oh it's an X, but it's like <clears throat> whoa that's 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 cool. Like that's that's something different than the last one, or that's something that I haven't heard before. Mm-hmm, like that. mm-hmm. And that's that's really cool that all that's happening on one album. So yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. So mm-hmm. um, when is it going to come out? What, what, <laughs> why don't you just uh, you know plug do it the, when, when do the plug? Yeah, do the plug for, um, for forever. Okay, <laughs> so it's a Feminine X Multiverse album. Uh, our debut album is released on March 11th, and we're having our album release um, party celebration uh, show uh, at Limelight. <clears throat> Starts at 9 o'clock. Um, the tickets are $10, um, which helps us to do our East Coast tour, um, which comes right after. So our album release is March 11th. And we've already actually started pre-orders, so anybody who's put in a pre-order, they'll be able to have the physical copy when March 11th comes along. And um, and then we leave on an East Coast tour March 15th, and we're gonna hit you know New York and Washington D.C., Kansas City, and promote the album, but it also promote the fact that we already have all these new songs and mm-hmm. we've become a whole different band since since these, but. Um, yeah, we definitely want to honor this album and make it all come together. Cool. And uh, we have a music video online. coming yeah. for it too. Yes, we have a new video for Inca, and it's an animation video, and oh, I'm super excited cool. about it. Um, we're all of the characters of us who we call we call ourselves the Muku Tribe. Um, we're all in the video. So, and uh, we worked with an, an, an illustrator. His name is Emanuel Val- Valtierra. And he does this really amazing work with animating codexes, so like ancient Aztec codices. Um, he he creates these beautiful illustrations mm-hmm. and then animates them. So in this case, he just applied the same style, but to Incan codices. Codices. So we're gonna put out a video of animation to Inca. Um, soon, I guess, yeah, with I the guess release. The week before, or usually, right? I don't know how they do it. Yeah. We have to Google that. Yeah. How <laughs> when to release when? the music. Yeah, I yeah. think probably no? the week uh, of. Like, cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. like This is coming out on, on the Monday of like the, ninth. the week. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is coming out on so the then, Wednesday. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I'll probably post it. So it's not. Okay. Good, no. The 5th. The 9th. 
the ace. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming out. It's coming out with the it's album. Just watch. It'll be uh, where uh, where can they find you online? FeminaX.com. Femina-X.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're FeminaX Music on Facebook, FeminaX Music on Instagram. And I want to also, and please keep this in here, um, give a shout out to our record label, Time Wheel, um, because they have been really supportive of us, like, from the beginning and getting our music videos out into other parts of the world. Um, They're sponsoring uh, some of the album and some of the tour, and Matt Humble from Time Wheel has just been, like, just really, really supportive. Uh, You know, as, as an independent record label, it's really difficult to, like, you know, just be gi- that giving to mm-hmm. artists who are doing, trying to do their thing. Um, but he's just been like really, really great to work with. And, and um, the album is going to be available on iTunes and all that stuff. Um, but it's going to be available on Time Wheel, um, where you can then just go to all the other links. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would, timewheel.net is the uh, website for that. And he just curates a lot of really awesome music, visual art, um, blogs from people that talk about higher consciousness and stuff like that. So yeah, um, he's definitely doing haven't been work. there on, on their like social media and stuff. It's all very interesting, and they uh, uh, definitely deserve a shout out. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, thank you, Matt. And they're supporting thank you, electronic music in San Antonio mm-hmm. very more than everyone. Yeah, so. and the weirdos. And the weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> They're supporting the weirdo crazy people. Cool. Uh, so the last thing that I want to have y'all do is um, I'm a nerd and I have a D20 here. So uh, if you are a patron on our Patreon, patreon.com slash TMS podcast, if you're a patron, uh, you can get questions on our question board to ask our guests. And yeah, and then we'll give you a shout out. And yeah, become a patron on patreon.com slash TMS podcast. So I want, um, I have 20 questions right here and each of y'all to roll and y'all both, uh, get to answer questions on here. So what is the role? How, what are we? It's just a number, whatever number. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a number. Oh, cool. <laughs> okay. And nine. Do you hold grudges? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was, well, was way too quick. <laughs> Yes, like, I do. In, in, in just in general, but um, it's only if I feel like it, it's because I need to protect myself. Okay, like I'm, I'm just like That's that person did that thing, and I, I you know, like I'll forgive them, but I'm like I'm not. I'm gonna like just keep it in mind, so I'm not mm-hmm. in their way of or like yeah. they can hurt me. Can again. someone get over that? Like if someone like if I got on a bad side and I did something horrible to you, can they can I overcome that or no? Yes. Yeah. 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 It would take if, a while. if like it, and then it depends on how many times. <laughs> like in the way like <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty so. like I don't like conflict. Um but there's been some weird people that I'm just like I give them a chance and then they mess up again. I'm just like, okay, no. Sorry. And I'm getting I have to get I've been learning to get better about that because, yeah, I was not good at it before. So, yes, cool. I hold grudges. All right. Proudly. <laughs> Alex? <laughs> Four. Oh, this is interesting. Oh. Are you happy uh. with the person you've become? Damn. I, I think, okay, to be fair, I, I, I thought I was going to get kind of deep here because it's pretty cool. Ooh. I know I know y'all, y'all's kind of oh, and oh I picked some God. deep questions. Uh, <laughs> I wish we could. I think he's crying. Is he crying? <laughs> Depends on <Audience>. it. <laughs> Help. <laughs> your reaction. Okay. 
I didn't mean to break you. I didn't. I didn't bring you for this. Depends on <laughs> whose perspective. Which okay. part of what five-year-old perspective? Yeah, ten-year-old perspective. Sure. Nineteen-year-old's uh, <laughs> perspective. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Twenty-five-year-old. Maybe I would think I would be slightly different. When you're like, when you have a uh, idea of how you're going to progress in life, you think you're always going to be progressing in a certain. You're gonna. You kind of idealize your progression, how you're going to be. And so, at this moment, I want to be better based on my my me's from like, you know, mm-hmm. a year ago, two years ago. I was. I I feel I want to be a better person than mm-hmm. I was a year ago. So. Because they are they are different people. They're like yeah. if, if you came into contact yeah. with the you from last year, that's yeah. a completely different person. And maybe that person was really cool, but that person was also uh, full of full of full yeah. of crap. Full of crap, or yeah. he was sad, or, or something, or yeah, something was going on. Or he was hiding uh, his problems uh-huh. way too well, and so uh, and maybe I'm less hiding my problems uh, now, but also uh, maybe I'm not as like willing to be take the chances on you know things that are like could go either way Mm -hmm. and so i don't know it's hard that's the toughest question you can say because yeah because yeah on a daily basis (laughs) i don't know we all want to be superheroes Mm -hmm. and we all want to you know be like the life of the party and be very productive and you know make people happy around you and so yeah there's a lot of work to be done (laughs) (laughs) of course you'd finish with there's a lot of work to be done yeah well it's true uh, (laughs) you gave me that question i'm sorry it's the people man they they do it uh (laughs) let's let's cleanse i guess the palate how how about something uh one uh last question a a great musical moment or, or a great moment for you with music either felt something when somebody else was playing or like when you were on stage or something like that just something amazing something uh that you that you enjoyed do you remember what because we've had some pretty awesome shows mm-hmm. like, yeah it doesn't have to be like, the best one but like one yeah. that you remember run or some a moment i think the guadalupe show there was a lot of great like anticipation and <clears throat> like teamwork and just feeling like okay go and then you do it and you're like you're almost in a like you're in a trance because you know how much you want to make this show like really great for everyone and i think that was really great feeling afterwards you're like we did it Mm -hmm. most of the time those are the moment like we did it you you set yourself up for failure but then you don't fail (laughs) (laughs) so that's what yeah my parents were there for that show and yeah um yeah i just remember people seeing like looking really proud and it was kind of like us reaching another level and i remember i did a a chant by myself in the middle of the set so i went out there by myself and i was just um like doing this basic chant that i had it was like and everybody started like stomping their feet on the Mm -hmm. thing and it just my eyes were closed because i was really nervous but (laughs) i felt this like people wanting to like they were like lifting me up you know so that was a pretty beautiful moment and yeah i think yeah. I think when I'm like in the middle of belting and like there's just like this like I'm holding this note mm-hmm. and I know that I'm like shaking somebody like yeah. my thing is like hitting them. Mm-hmm. I can sense it. So <clears throat> those are always like the best things like it's coming right from my heart mm-hmm. and it's going into somebody else and that that's like 
anytime that happens, I think that's just, that's what you do it for. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, those moments, awesome. I think they're right in the middle of shows, and I think they're, uh, they happen a lot. They don't just happen during those big things that you plan on either. Mm-hmm. I think they they can happen yeah, at moments. small little uh, trashy places, and you can't predict them, uh, but, yeah, those, and you can't put them higher than other moments, because we... In the last year, it's been a, b- a bunch of those moments. Mm-hmm. And mainly when we're playing, because the day-to-day life is not always that. You don't ever get to that point without having music involved. I know. Mm-hmm. That'd be funny. That would, be if you weird. just start belting in yeah. the yeah. middle of Walmart. <laughs> I mean, you could. People I mean, do do that. You know, surfers <laughs> probably do it every day. They probably get to that moment. <laughs> Well, you know, you're yeah. like on a wave, and yeah. you're just like, "This is that's the, surfing. That's a moment." It's like so. We've been planning this tour, and like mm-hmm. I booked it, and it was just like so much work. And the the goal, like the thing that we agreed to, is we, we can't play as like shows, so that we can like come back out with the album and then tour. Yeah, everybody's been working because then we're gonna be gone, so we have to like have our savings. And but so it's been like torture. I'm just like, I just want to play. And it's all been like emails and uh-huh. like getting yeah, calls. That's, that's it's like back end work. And like, you Send know, you, this. the whole time I'm just thinking, like, I just want to be on stage. That's it. But yeah. you have to do there's so much, uh, there's all so much, this work yeah, to get there. Behind, so. the, behind the scenes. That not a lot of, if you're not a musician, you don't really know what goes on and, you know, all the stuff that happens. I mean, even with just a podcast, there's a lot of things mm-hmm. that you got to talk to people about and, and things mm-hmm. you need to get. And, uh, you know, we're all musicians here and we kind of we do know we do all that stuff and it's mm-hmm. it's difficult and the audience just sees what you put on stage that 30 minutes that's why i wanted uh, that's why uh, i like having these conversations because i mean mm-hmm. maybe someone's never gonna meet y'all someone that loves your music they're never gonna get to have a conversation with you like this so yeah. that's kind of why i like having this uh be put out there and people get to connect with y'all Definitely. on a different level. Yeah. So yeah, thanks. So, yeah, thanks thank for, you, uh, and thank you for what you do. It's yeah. it's really amazing. Cool. I mean. cool. That was my conversation with Daniela and Alex. It was an awesome conversation. I hope you learned a lot. I hope you enjoyed our talk, and it was it was an awesome experience to have these two creative people in my presence, and it was a fun time for all of us. So, like we said before. Multiverse, the album, Femina X, Femina-X.com. All the info is on their website. Go check it out. Come out this Saturday if you're listening to it the week that this podcast comes out. Just, you know, it's it's awesome. Just support local music and everything. Just just do it. It's it's awesome. So I'm gonna go ahead and play the entire song, Jungle Bounce, off their new album, Multiverse. If you like what we do, you can support us financially. Go to patreon.com slash tmspodcast, and we have some tiers set up. Uh, it's At the lowest tier, it's a dollar. All you need is a dollar to support us, a dollar a month, and you get some extra content. We have some goals that you can help us reach, patreon.com slash tmspodcast, and that would help us out a lot. I mean, it's... it's uh, something we do not for money but i mean if you want to support us that way we we really do appreciate it and it's awesome all right let's get into it jungle bounce by femina x thanks have a good night
Sure to subscribe to the podcast and visit our website, TexasMusicSpotlight.com, to find out how you can be a part of the live recordings. Until next time, please continue to support local artists and music in your hometown. Yeah.